Hello, welcome to Retrospection, where we take an old show or film and see if it's from heaven, or is it a spawn of the toad? Actually, do, do toads have spawn? Because you always hear frog spawn, but you never hear toad spawn. That, that is one of the many questions that this film will not answer. It doesn't answer many at all, really, does it? No, because today we're taking a look at the cult classic Hell Comes to Frogtown from 1988. You say classic. I'll leave it there. I said cult. Cult classic. Cult. cult. I'm glad you said cult. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My name's Colin, and don't rest your diaper stud. That's the whole point of this joyride. And my name's Paul, and we're going to get him out, and you're going to get him pregnant. Please don't get him out, pal. No, I said you're going to get him out. Yeah, fear the gravitational pull. Is that your other one? No, no, I just made that up because you're getting about so big that it's going to draw you. Oh, is that right? Is that right? That's okay. where I was going with. <laughs> they've, got their own, uh, they've got their own ecosystem and everything, have they? Yes. yes. Their own ecosystem. Oh, well, we know that. Anyone listening yeah, to the yeah. podcast big knows he- that, Colin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Very big-headed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm surprised that joke isn't in this film, to be honest. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, there's not that many jokes. Anyway, let's get right, on with okay. it. IMDb says, after a worldwide nuclear war, where 68% of the male population was wiped out and virile men became a rarity, Sam Hell, a scavenger and a highly virile man, is assigned to help rescue a group of fertile women kidnapped by humanoid frogs. Humanoid frogs. Don't get that very often, do you? Nope. Mm. Fortunately. Mm, fortunately. <laughs> the film stars Lulus LaFleur as Squidlips, RCB as the poor doofus, Roddy Piper as Sam Hell, William Smith as Captain Devlin or Count Sodom. Or Sodom. I don't ever remember him being re- referred to as Count Sodom. Nope, but that's what it is in the okay. credits. Right. And Sandol Bergman as Spangle. Yeah. You know that that was um, originally they wanted uh, Sybil Danning for that part. There's nothing about that that surprises me. No, no. You can, you can imagine Sybil Danning doing it, can't you? Absolutely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Let's do that. Hmm. All right, done. So, there's not much information about this film. I've got a few things to say. Okay. Well, I'll do mine because I don't have much. Okay. Uh, apparently, it Created one sequel, Return to Frogtown. I've got it listed as Frogtown 2. It's also known as Frogtown 2, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Straight to VHS. Yes, yes. It's um, it's um, It actually stars Lou Ferringo. Ooh, we didn't know that. Did you look yeah. that up? That's nice. Yeah. It's, got, it's got some names in it. It's got Lou Ferringo, Brian James. I hope remember? so. It'd be yeah. weird if the credits list had no names whatsoever, it's just symbols. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that a lot of the people in it probably want their names taken off it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, now they wish there were symbols, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got Lou Ferringo, Brian James. You know Brian James? Uh, Blade Runner? Yes. Uh, Charles Napier. And um, the main guy in it is played by Robert Zadar, who um, most people probably remember as the, the, the killer in Maniac Cop. Okay. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Roddy Piper said that he was, quote-unquote, too busy to appear. All right. I, mm-hmm. I mean, 
I mean, let's, he was a big wrestling star, wasn't he, at the time? Or was this post-wrestling career? I think I that he, he'd he gone back to his wrestling in okay. at that point. You know? so it, was, yeah. it was handy that he'd done that, though. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah. And then wasn't there another film called Toad Warrior in 1996, also released as Max Hell Frog Warrior? Yes, yes. I don't know much about that one. That looks like a terrible, terrible straight-to-video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So what else do you have? Apparently, Roddy Piper was uh, given an acting coach to help with his performance in this movie. Really? Yeah. Yeah, really. There's two ways you could go with this. No, let's get this right. This film came Mm -hmm. out and was made after They Live, right? Yep. And he's worse in this. You could argue that, you know, They Live, John Carpenter movie, better script. Better production. Or maybe John Carpenter knew what to get from Roddy Piper and this yes. director doesn't. Yes. I, I, that could be that. Could be that, yeah. Um, the role was originally written for Tim Thomason. Now, I can see I can see Tim Thomason doing it, actually. Who the hell is Tim Thomason? Um, Jack Death from Trancers. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've seen Trancers. A- right. Apparently, um, New World didn't like the idea and they wanted to go with Roddy Piper. I mean, maybe he was popular at the time, so they thought it would be a good draw. Maybe, maybe. Um, the, the movie was considered, conceived as a springboard for a brand new franchise that they were hoping to, to start. <laughs> a whole frog universe? Yes, a frog universe. You know that oh. it's just sitting there waiting for someone to, to redo it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I can't wait <laughs> to see a new Toad film. <laughs> And it was shot in, well, it was, the script was written in six days. And the movie. <laughs> shot in two. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie was shot in just 19 days. That's, that would break a carry on film's heart. It would, wouldn't it? Can you imagine? They could, they, yeah, they, they'd love to shoot a film in 19 days. Oh, yes. Um, the humour in the original script apparently was a lot more um, raunchy than it turned out to be. They toned it down a lot, apparently. Oh, I, I don't think they should have towed it down a bit. Oh, oh sorry. Toned it down Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a few of them in, coming up later as well. <laughs> I, I always like the fact you give people a warning yeah. so they can switch off now. Yes, yes. We don't, we don't want any frog jokes. Switch off now. <laughs> we'll just watch our Google uh, statistics. Drop. It'll be like, people listen to 15% of this episode. <laughs> It'll be like, oh, yeah, no, were well, they turned off? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you see, we, 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 like, we like to be honest and upfront, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been upfront for a while. I have. The frog makeup cost just $12,000. I'm surprised it cost $12,000. Yeah, I mentioned that later. I mean, it's, well, yeah. Some of it's better than. Others, yes, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. And, and the other interesting fact that I dug up about it was that it was filmed at the Indian Dunes Movie Ranch, which um, was quite a famous um, production studio at the time. Um, it had hosted such productions as Color Purple, and The Rocketeer was filmed there as well, or parts of it was. But it's probably most famous for um, it was the site of the tragic helicopter accident uh, during John Landis's Twilight Zone movie. Oh, okay, didn't know that. 
Yeah, where's all the industrial stuff shot then? Don't know. That looks like, like a rundown um, factory or something, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Don't we get? I think we get the. Uh, don't we get the Star Trek rock later at the end of the movie as well? Um, I I, I didn't see it, but I thought it was a likely to appear. Yeah. I may have blinked. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we we get to see the Star Trek rock. Okay. That's it. That's all I've got. So let's get on with yeah. the film. We begin with the New World Pictures logo. So sit back. You just know this is 90 minutes of quality and fun. <laughs> or at least fun. Possibly. <laughs> Maybe. It, it, it is touch and go with New World Pictures. Um, they, they were founded by Roger Corman, weren't they? Yes. Yeah, they, they, they made such classics as Angels Heard As They Come. Yeah, that's a movie. Hmm. Women, yeah, women right. in cages. Yes, seen that. <laughs> Night call nurses. Not seen that. Just write it down. Uh, and then, uh, and then, <laughs> yeah, right. Make a note of that. Right. And then they, they, they moved on to more sort of um, genre-based classics like Death Race Two Thousand. Oh, yes. Battle Beyond, Battle Beyond the Stars, which we covered. Absolutely, yeah. And Chud. Oh, I've seen Chud. Yeah. And then towards the end of their um, their life, they 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 did dip into more sort of mainstream horror because they were responsible for the Hellraiser franchise later on. That's a good one, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's some, there's, they've done some good. They've done some not so good. They've yeah. done. I feel like I've seen a few new line cinema films recently, but I can't remember which they were. They, they've done tons and tons of movies. You probably have. Yeah, probably. All right, so we lead into a voiceover. In the latter days of the 20th century, there arose a difference of opinion. DC or Marvel? <laughs> I don't have an opinion. About many things. There's a shot of a cataclysmic nuclear explosion that devastates everything around it. That's the kind of difference of opinion you have with your wife, Paul. Not sure what you mean by that. That is some difference of opinion, though, ending in nuclear war, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty fine, all right. That's not... It is. ...what colour wallpaper you should have. No, 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 no. It's pretty much a big full stop on the end of it there. Yes. The leading experts at the time believed a nuclear war would only involve the exchange of a few bombs, and then the suitably horrified combatants would sit down at the peace table. We see more explosions. They were wrong. In just 10 days, 10,000 years of human progress was virtually blown to dust. I'm not sure what we have is progress, but, but okay. <laughs> oh, we, 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 we long for those days now, don't we? That was the heady days of the 1980s when it was all post-apocalyptic Mad Max-style stuff. Oh, they were the days, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. <sighs> oh, well. We cut yeah. to this post-apocalyptic wasteland. Ten years later, they tried again, continues the voice. We see the Statue of Liberty leaning on rubble. Yeah, look, looks like a model. A hand reaches out and grabs it. Oh, it is a model. Oh, because I thought, I was worried there for a second. Yeah, it's so did I. I thought, oh, thank God for that. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know Derek Meddins is bad, but this guy's even worse. Whoever's doing this. <laughs> oh, just besmirched Derek Meddings. Yeah, yeah, check out our Moonraker episode. I'll be smirched him even more in that one. <laughs> oh 
The figure taking it is wearing what looks like a beekeeper's headgear with goggles, and he's dressed mm-hmm. in rags. He looks at the statue. Suddenly, another guy punches him and calls him Squid Lips. There's, there's a bit of mixing of amphibian terms in this film. Squids, frogs, toads. Let, let's just pick one and go with it. Well, they're all sort of aquatic-based um, reptilian... Actually, no, squids aren't reptiles, are they? So it's, it's kind of a weird mix. Squids. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Should stop that right now. Oh, there's going to be there's going to be many. No, Yoda would say, "Mmm, fail." That is why. He would, but that's not what he said in Empire. But sorry. oh, suddenly learned how to speak, did he? I think it's an act. <laughs> yeah, you think he puts it on? <laughs> oh yeah, so like he doesn't have to do anything; just pretends. Yeah, it's it's kind of like how I've managed to coast through seventy odd episodes of retrospection. That's true, or it's how you carry on with your life. Paul, can you can you can you do the dishes? Mm, dishes, I do not know. You're spying on me again. Have you been yeah. bugging my house? All right. Yeah. Okay. You're talking to the wife. Mm, sex, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't. To be no. honest, no. You just grab the whip. Grab the whip. Is that what I'm calling it now? I don't. Yeah, I know you go. <laughs> Put on the policeman's hat and yeah. whistle, Dixie. <laughs> I haven't seen Dixie for a while. I know. No, she misses you, but she doesn't of miss course. that policeman's hat. Oh no! No, it's pointed. Very. Mm. He's not that just weird, a statue. He's <laughs> <laughs> not just right. a statue away and calls Squidlips stupid. This is worthless. Squidlips raises a pistol. The guy says, Hey, you know the law. Greeners can't have guns. Oh, I'm pretty sure he knows the law and does not care because he's carrying yeah. a pistol. Mm-hmm. He shoots kind of the a guy. weird it's kind it's kind of a weird old Western handgun as well, isn't it? It's like a Looks like a like a, a six shooter type. Doesn't look like a modern gun. No, well, I assume they don't make new guns at this point. Yeah, well, yeah, oh. they do, don't they? Yeah, right, shush, shush. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots the guy, then he ribbits. I thought he's either a frog or he's had a bad taco because it sounded like he just burped. He's, he's, oh, really? You <clears throat> think maybe there was just indigestion? Yeah, it, looked, it sounded like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Could be. Could mm-hmm. be. Maybe she's got gas. Just or got wind. gas. Or wind, yes. We cut to the title of the film, Hell Comes to Frogtown, which is red but turns into fire. I like these credits. I thought, but they do suggest a far more serious film than what we're about to get, don't they? Uh, credits are by Ernest D. Farino, who also did the title design for The Terminator, The Abyss, and The Thing. That's what I'm saying. They, they feel very 70s as well. They feel very bleak. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and that that's mm. because the music also is kind of it's almost tuneless. It's almost just like a soundscape rather than a music. Yeah. It reminded... I don't know... It, it didn't particularly look like it, but for, in some weird way, it, it had a hint or, or, or a sniff of Planet of the Apes. I didn't think that. I can see what you mean now. I would have mm-hmm. gone with John Carpenter. 
Yeah, oh yeah, there's definitely a carpenter to influence going on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we see a wanted poster of Sam Hell and the word captured is stamped across it. And as the opening credits end, we cut to Sam sat in a dark room strapped to a chair. There is one light above him. Sam is speaking. He says, you've got the wrong friend and anybody that says differently. Oh, sorry. No, that's not what he says. He says, <laughs> Sam is speaking. He says, you've got that wrong friend. And anybody that says differently is a liar. Captain Devlin steps out of the shadows. Liar. That liar was my daughter. He smashes a bottle across Sam's face, knocking him backwards to the floor. Yeah, it's don't, a Friday don't. night with Paul. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, don't hold back, mate. He just goes for the smash straight away, doesn't he? Yeah, surely that's not allowed. I don't, well, we're in post-apocalyptic frog land. I mean, I don't think there's much that's not allowed, is there? Well, we're not in Frogland here. This is humanoids. Yeah, but it's still all Frogland, isn't it? We're in a frog-based world now, so, you know. I feel like you're insulting the French for some reason. <laughs> oh, could you imagine these mutants in France? I bet they're having a hell of a time. Yeah, constantly hunted. Yeah. Is this racist, what we're doing? Is this... <laughs> to frogs? <laughs> Also, <laughs> French people or what? Who too? Are we which, be race? Are we, are we be anti-French? Yeah, maybe. You should stop it, Paul. It's wrong. Have we got listeners in France? I don't think we do. Well, we don't talk in French. Yeah, so fuck them. Oh, all right. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah, you can leave that in or cut it out. I don't care. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll just leave you saying French. Fuck them. That's it. That'll be just the line that you use. All right. Okay. This is just his personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Other opinions are, are available. Yeah. <laughs> Devlin presses the broken bottle against Sam's groin. I think we'll start right here. Don't get too excited, Paul. I wasn't. The doors of the room open and two women step in. One isn't given a name. I'm going to just call her Agent or Med Tech or something like okay. that. Okay, all right. The other is called Spangle. Spangle doesn't talk much at this point. I find it very distracting that she was called Spangle. Weren't they um, a, a kind of sweet or toffee in the 70s? Weren't they a thing that dissolved on your tongue? And I think had, they might like, have been, yeah. Sherbet inside? Yeah. Spangles, yeah. So every time they said her name, I was just thinking, I was going, mmm. Yeah. You're hungry. Mmm. <laughs> like a real life Homer Simpson. Yep. How did you get in here, yells Devlin, with this and this, says the medtech, showing a badge and a gun. Devlin asks, what the hell does medtech want here? And they want Sam. Devlin says that Sam is a prisoner charged with sexual assault. But the medtech person says that Devlin's daughter has changed her story. Once she found out she was pregnant, she must have had a change of heart. Pregnant? replies Devlin, dumbfounded. That's impossible. No, this man is carrying a loaded weapon, and Medtech now claims it. Devlin doesn't want to let Sam go. He says Sam preys on young women, but the Medtech operative says we know about his record. Oh, and yours. You're being reassigned to the border. Doesn't the um one of the one of the I think it's the agent, she wipes Oh it's Spangle, isn't it? She wipes down the blood from from um uh, Hell's face. Yes. But did you notice that she just wipes it away and there's no cut there or anything? It's like some sort of magic sponge that heals his face instantly. 
Well, maybe that's the technology these med tech people have got. They are med medical technology. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, ma- yeah, they've got yeah. they've got a technologically magic sponge. I'll, I'll go with that. Yes, and it's actually called that. Is it? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, they, there's probably an acronym just to yeah. shine it. Yeah. TMS, technologically magic sponge. TMS. I like it. That's yeah. what they call it. Yeah, yeah. TMS. Yeah. yeah, you've had that. Oh yeah, I've had most things. Yeah. Yeah. Devlin says that some people think women are running too many things. He turns to Sam, and if you ever get out from under the skirts of the med techs, I'll be there. Sam blows him a kiss. <laughs> you can't deny that Roddy Piper isn't likable. Whether, whether you whether you think he's got any acting ability or not, he, he is likable. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's not someone you go, oh Jesus. I'll, I'll, like, you, you, in your mind, you're like, well, you can't act, but hey, it's Roddy Piper. The thing is, though, and I'll say, I'm, I was going to talk about, I'm going to talk about this in the end when, when we, when we, when we get to, to what we actually think about the film. But there's another actor that, that twice now, this film and They Live that we talked about in a previous episode. There's another actor that that could do this kind of role so much better, and you know who he is as well. Benny Hill. Benny Hill. He's the one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. I'd... Maybe there's a few I could think. There's of. There's one but... in particular okay. we, that we mentioned when we did They Live. Who we we said, yeah, he's he's good in this movie, Roddy Piper, but you could see this part being played so much better by this particular actor. We cut to a hospital lab. A picture on the wall says, "Be fruitful." Multiply, fill the earth and conquer it. Genesis one twenty-eight. I guess that's one minute twenty-eight, but I don't know the lyrics for that song. Is that a joke? Yeah, Genesis. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I, I was trying to work. I was thinking, is he is he is he genuinely talking about the Bible or is he making a joke about Genesis? <laughs> one minute twenty-eight. Not verse one. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. Yeah. No? That not work? No, it works. It was just me being slow. Works? No, it's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. No, it worked. We hear an EKG beeping and various hospital noises in the background, people being paged, etc. Sam is fixed to a chair. There's a giant belt attachment around his groin, like a chastity belt. On it is written property of provisional government. The two medtech agents are in the room. The medtech says she can see why he's so popular as he's left a string of pregnancies wherever he's been. He has the highest spermatozoan count they've ever tested. <laughs> oh, you prayed for those words, didn't you? <laughs> well, my autocorrect changed tested to tasted. <laughs> so, Although judging from some of those films that, that New World uh, have made previous to this, Works for both, really. So True. Must be all that fibre I ate as a kid, who replies. <laughs> she says she's been... Uh, I should point out, fibre does not do that for me. does a whole different <laughs> yeah, thing. So it, it causes other kind of uh, expulsions, yeah. doesn't it, Colin? Yes. Yeah, so his medical knowledge is not that no, great. No, The medtech agent... Say she's been authorised to clean his record because they need young, potent men to go out to impregnate women in the wastelands. Right in the wastelands. It needs to be men who can take care of themselves. 
who know the territory and can perform under difficult conditions. Are you serious, he says? Well, we could just send you back to Devlin. On the other hand, I've always been a patriot. <laughs> Why did this bit just remind me of... It seemed like something that you would do, Colin. If you were in that position. Oh, hold on. Well, I don't even know how to pick this. What What do you mean? Well, I can imagine you trying to back out of a situation like this, but but then um, being very adaptable when you realise what could happen. <laughs> well, that comes up at the end of the film. All right, okay. <laughs> she makes him sign a form while Spangle loosens his straps. And the other medtech agent explains that the war reduced the male population by 68% and most of the human race sterile. But we're still at war. A population war. Each side is desperate to rearm, but that takes people. Manpower. And that's where you come in. Sam tries to take the chastity belt off, but he's told it stays on at all times. It has electronic lock and the ECR cannot be removed. Where did he get pants to fit over this device? Pants? Yeah, if he's going to make trousers for him to wear. Oh, gonna... you mean loose around yeah. the, the crotch? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like trousers and jeans or stuff. Well, I suppose if they can make the device, then I'm sure they can knock up a pair of loose trousers for him, can't they? That's true. There must be like a whole division that just does jeans. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. It, it, the world's mostly populated by women, so, I mean, they'll, they'll be good at sewing, won't they? Oh! <laughs> Joke. Glad you joke. said that. It was a joke. It was a joke. Didn't mean it. Can you imagine if you went into the wrong jeans lab? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are they doing with all this Demon and Spangles? Where's, where's the genetics? It would be worse the other way around, though, wouldn't it? Could be, like, like forcing denim in. Yeah. To a test tube. Coming in this with your needle and thread. Yeah. So he continues to try and take it off, but she points out that it stays on and that the paper he signed has an agreement of that in it. You, you've signed a few agreements like that, haven't you? Binding. <laughs> Don't know what you mean by that. All right. All right. Leave it there. Sam wants to know how he's supposed to, you know, and he's told there's a flap. It's for his own protection because it's, it's government property now. The static, and we cut to a video playing. It's a news broadcast that 18 months ago, a tribe of mutant greeners ambushed the 7th Mobile Brigade. 210 men and women brutally massacred and civilians taken as hostages. They're believed to be armed in strict violation of the Mutant Isolation Act. Uh, the, the mutants are supposed to be armed, not, not the uh, hostages. Because yes. that would turn the tables a bit and require no rescuing whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we've got these hostages. Oh, shit, they got guns. <laughs> Wait, are we now the hostages? <laughs> it, it, it would take it would take the movie in an odd direction, I have to say. It was, but not a surprising one. No, no, not for this film. Can I just say as well that I, I didn't like this video message bit at all. It gave me a headache. Why did it give you a headache? Well, it was just, it was all, it, it just, she I mean, asking I, for sex. No, but it was just, <laughs> very good. It was, um, it was just, it was just, very piercing the way it was done you know because it's got that kind of effect on it where it's all um garbled and 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 you know lots of fuzziness in the background did did it mess you up because that's how your controller usually contacts you 
through staticky messages. Oh, is this guy? I'm not a Soviet sleeper spy. I keep telling you this. Oh, oh. no, th- this is this is an alien thing. Oh, this is an alien. Oh, we moved on to aliens oh, yeah. now, have we? Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah. That was that was last time. Okay, all right. G- elaborate. Tell me then. <laughs> well, I now decide that you're an alien that's here to observe human life, but not to act like humans are partake in any actual work or anything you're just here to watch and this staticky message is like your trigger for reporting back to your mother world okay i can i can the mother world is shaped like a large piece of celery i don't know why it's weird i don't like celery so that's why he sent you here because they thought oh let's just get rid of him he's weird he doesn't like celery shaped planets well, if if that is true, then um, I can neither confirm nor deny it. But uh, if it was true, I'd have to kill you. Okay, I'm still alive. Well, you're a long way away, so... Could be a double bluff. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. So it's a mystery how the weapons were obtained, except they were probably obtained somewhere near Frogtown. Mm-hmm. I wonder who the mysterious person who's who's giving these uh, weapons is. It's the rabbits. It's a rabbit. Do you know what? If it was, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Would you? Threw you off by being in Frogtown. <laughs> Anything's possible. It is. Yeah. Mm. Sam is led to a pink car by Spangle. On top of the vehicle is a kind of roof turret with a woman called Corporal Sentinella standing inside it, and she's cleaning a roof-mounted machine gun. Did you, did, you, did, you like, did you like this role, Colin? Of course I did. You know I did. I know you did. I know you did. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I had to choose between Spangle and Sentinella, yep. Sentinella any day. Yeah, I'm with you all the way. Well, obviously I wouldn't be with you because that would be disgusting. But No, that'd be, that, yeah, uh, no, no, Sentinella's nice. Yes. She should have been the lead role. She, she, yes, yes. She's got a very Vasquez feel to her as well from Aliens. I've never felt Vasquez, but I'll agree with you. <laughs> She'd punch you in the face, Colin. <laughs> If you tried to feel her. Yeah, so, she would. Yeah. yeah, she would. She'd kill me. Yes. yes. You'd have fun dying, and, though. A... And, yeah, yeah, but rightly so. Rightly so, yeah, very good. Sam says he's not going in the car. Oh, it's a pink car, but if it was purple, Paul, you'd go in there like a shot. Now, I know that, that that's a, a, a veiled uh, joke at my uh, car from the 1990s, but I'm going to let that one slide. And it wasn't pink, it was it was it was it was blue or purple or whatever it was. It, it wasn't purple. It was blue. No, it was purple. No, it wasn't. Um, I'm glad that you told me that this car was pink, though. Oh, what colour did you think it was? Blue? <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll leave it there because it didn't look pink to me. <laughs> it's pink. That's why he doesn't want to go in, isn't it? All right. Okay. That makes sense now. Thank you for explaining yeah. that to me. Sentinel says, "If you don't get in, we'll drag you in on a chain." You'd go for the chain, wouldn't you? Mm. (laughs) We've lost him. Bring him back. (laughs) (laughs) We hear marching band music with a kind of tortured vocal. With a what? It's like a tortured vocal. It's like slightly off kilter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like normal. Mm -hmm. The med tech wishes Spangle good luck and salutes. The car drives away. Now, inside the vehicle, Spangle says that Sam doesn't look happy, and he refuses to answer. She says, we're lucky to have you. There's still a damn war, you know. Oh, yeah? Which way to the front, he retorts. 
Don't you take anything seriously? He says he used to take everything seriously. Then they blew it up. He's good in this bit, I thought. Oh, you like this yeah, bit? Yeah, I thought he was quite... He was, he, he, I mean, he kind of like, he plays it all a bit low-key in this. Mm. He, he's good when he does low-key. It's when he has to show any kind of emotion that he's... <laughs> right. <laughs> that it lets right. him down. Okay. Did you notice as well that yeah, when, they, when that. the car's driving down, down the, the road... Um, these uh, telegraph poles seem to have uh, survived the uh, nuclear apocalypse quite well, don't they? Well, that's because telegraph poles are made out of the same material that Twinkies are made of. Is that right? Yeah, that's why they survive. Okay, yeah. right, that explains it then. I, yeah. um... Cockroaches, Twinkies and telegraph poles, same stuff. Weird, that. It is. But there you go. It is. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you yeah. for that. Yeah. Just don't confuse which one you're eating. <laughs> I try not to. The car continues to ride across the wilderness, eventually reaching a provisional government border patrol station. Two guards with patches on the uniforms that say Toad Stompers. So, are they as frogs or toads? Because this is racist against frogs or toads. They're not the same. Do you not think that maybe it's meant to be racist? That they don't care because they, they don't know the difference? Oh, like, like okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was, I was going to do like, like, like a, and then say a racist thing and then decide to bet not. <laughs> did I get you out of that one, did I? <laughs> no, no, I was putting myself into it. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, that's a good point. Okay. Yeah. Right. The guards are asleep outside in the hot weather. Sam and company pull up and their approach wakes the guards up. Another guard steps out of the booth. Oh, it's Devlin. Mm-hmm. He approaches the car and sees Sam. He's still angry. He says he can end it right here and now. But Sentinella appears aiming her machine gun at Devlin. Let's see who drops who first. Sam starts to tell everybody to calm down, but Spangle tells him to shut up. One way or another, she tells Devlin, we're going through. Devlin thinks about it. Let them pass, he says. At this point, Sam is annoyed. He complains that they almost got his ass shot off back there and now they're going full throttle into mutant territory. Spangle explains what's going on. She says that they're heading into Frogtown, that the mutant leader, Commander Totty? Toty. <laughs> Toady. Commander Totty. Toady. That's a bit of Totty. Yeah. Has kidnapped some pilgrims who wandered into their territory. What's that to medtech, asks Sam. The fertile women, she replies. Sam wants to know why mutants will kidnap human females. Ransom is the answer. Or maybe for his harem, which Sam finds disgusting. Yeah, and, and we'll talk about that when it happens, because there's some very strange things that, that it takes a, a very odd turn, this film. There's some... All right, okay. interesting to know what you All think. Right. But Spangle says, we're going to get them out and then you're going to get them pregnant. So we cut to them refueling. Sam Sentinella. Hate that name. Do I say that? I'm going to say it every time. <laughs> Sam Sentinella, if they really want to do this, but she tells them, don't rest your diaper, stud. That's the whole point of this joyride. Sam says he wants to take a stroll to, you know, water the roses. That's what I call it every time I do it as well. That's what you usually do. You go out your house, <laughs> down to your neighbours. <laughs> And you water his roses. And they're shooting up. 
Not the neighbours. I don't mean they're on drugs. I mean, what they're <laughs> doing drugs? I mean, the like... roses are. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're outside singing, <laughs> just like watering the roses. <laughs> what a weird neighbourhood you live in. Yeah, but we've got nice gardens, <laughs> all of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. amazing yeah, exactly. roses. Uh, yeah, very nice. Folsom. Folsom, mm. Folsom roses. roses yeah. Wasn't that your third album? It was. <laughs> didn't do as well. It didn't do as well no. as the first two. No, no, no. no. They let him go. He's surprised, but Spangle says, oh, he's not going far. As he goes over a hill, he says, see you later, sisters, and begins to run. But there's a beeping sound, an intense pain in his groin. A light on the ECR starts to flash. Spangle finds him and tells him if anybody but her tries to take it off, an ounce of plastic explosive will detonate. She presses her earring and the beeping and the pain ceases. If he goes too far... The proximity sensor goes off and causes intense pain. It also alerts her to where he is. Later, they're making food over a fire. Sentinella is cleaning her gun. This has got to be the cleanest gun I've ever seen. She She's really rubbing it, the gun. Oh, yeah. She's up and down that barrel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah shiny as can t- be. Tickling the um the trigger. Yeah. Fingers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well. She's good at her job. That's all I can say. Very thorough. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's what you want in a gun cleaner. It is. It is. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sam clambers into his sleeping bag. Spangle steps out wearing nothing but lingerie. She stretches, adjusting her underwear, clearly putting on a performance for him. Sam says, you know, you look terrific in this light. See you in the morning. He pulls the sleeping bag over his head. But she's not done. Because she says, I thought a man with a reputation like yours might still be hungry. Oh, you have a sandwich? <laughs> a sausage bab. I'm full, he says. Then he looks at her. Ah, maybe not. He grabs her, but she presses the pain inducer on her earring. Sam screams, did, did someone teach you or are you just a tease by nature? She says she was just following orders. Regulation 12, keep the subject in an excited state. It promotes potency. Good. When we get back, I'll have them give you a raise. I thought she was supposed to give him the raise. (laughs) She leaves and goes back to her tent. Sentinella laughs. I hate the army, mumbles Sam. and pulls the sleeping bag over him. This whole campfire scene... And, and the, the bit that you've just talked about and the bit that's coming in a minute, it all felt very late 70s carry-on-ish to me. <laughs> Did you expect a guy in a gorilla suit to turn up? <laughs> it did, though. Instead felt... of going into the different tents. You know, I'm thinking... and, then, and then she'd think it was Sam. <laughs> don't, don't... Going, oh, I didn't realise you were so hurry. <laughs> you know what I mean, though, don't you? It felt yeah, yeah. that sort of um, carry-on England sort of time of carry-on movies it felt right. a bit like that all right mm. really we're a little bit more racy but it's still kind of um naughty seaside postcardish. right but this right. time but this time with boobs we've got to reflection of the moon clouds drift across its withering glare withering glare sentinella puts her hand over sam's mouth this is against regulation she says as she strips off she wants to see if the stories about him are true People talk too much, he replies. Oh, it doesn't stop Sentinella. 
She opens his flap. As they kiss, a shadow falls over them. It's Spangle. She reaches up to her ear. Sam pushes Sentinella off. You're out of uniform, Corporal, she tells Sentinella. She's definitely out of uniform. She is, yeah. Mm. Let's have a moment for that. Okay, all right. That's- <laughs> all right. <laughs> the next day, they continue driving to the mutant reservation. Sam says, you ladies must have moons for balls. Nobody goes on the reservation. How are we going to get on there? With a plan, say Spangle. Mm. It's hard to keep a straight face when the name's Spangle. I know, I know there's a lot of that in this. <laughs> we cut to Sam saying, that's no plan. That's a plot to murder me and I'm having no part of it. Spangle looks bored by him and I must say, he's doing some serious complaining. I mean, he's not got it that bad, has he? Not really. No. He's just got a, a thing on his groin and then women throwing themselves at him. And this is work for him. Yeah. It's work. You signed a contract, she reminds him. Yeah, the fuck for freedom, but I ain't meeting my maker in Frogtown. I think we should put that on your tombstone, Colin. Which one? I ain't meeting my maker in Frogtown. <laughs> <laughs> I was going for fuck for freedom, but the other one works just as well. Yeah, yeah. I thought you yeah. might be. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Spangle shows him the contract, page 12, subparagraph 8. If we can't get the girls out, your field potency will then be utilised. You you got a big field potency, right? Uh, where are we? Where? You love the open air. What? Where are we going? The countryside. Yeah. That's all right. Nope, nothing. Got to play with it. Don't want to tickle it a bit. Nope, nothing. <laughs> <sighs> Wasting my time. <laughs> no, I'm trying to work out whether it's, whether you're you're referring to something I may have told you in the past. <laughs> Oh, I, I like the fact that I involve fields and potency, and you're like, well, it could be something. Well, you never know. I, I, you know, there have been... Wait, with you? That's true. What? What do you mean with me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> there's been, what, potency? Yeah, in fields. Uh, yeah, there's been moments in fields. Yeah. In fields? Oh. With, with no, 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 not with livestock. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, no, no. What happens to me if I get them pregnant in Frogtown? We'll fulfill all the terms of your contract and you won't ever have to find out, replies Spangle. Sam throws the contract out of the window. Let's renegotiate. So they kick Sam out and drive away. As he stands there, the beeping on his device starts and realises he's in trouble. He starts to run in the direction the car left him. We cut to Sentinella and Spangle eating food around a campfire. We see Sam running through the dark, beeping away. Mm-hmm. Spangle and Sentinella hear the beepy sound get closer and Sam stumbles into the camp. Spangle hands him some water. Another beep sounds. It's a different sound this time and Sentinella grabs a gun. It's a proximity alarm. Somebody is approaching. Spangle says, they've got a live one. Let's check it out. They start to track down whatever the, the device is picking up and they see a woman running to evade them, but they keep driving, chasing her down. Left. Further, go right. The woman falls and the car breaks, screech in front of her. We cut to the woman tied up while Sam and Spangle are eating. Spangle says that the woman is fertile. 
Spangle asks her where she's from and what her name is, but the woman's not answering. Sam says, you're scurring the woman. Okay, Prince Charming, you try. He goes over to her and whispers to her. He tries to get her to eat something, but she spits it back at him. She obviously doesn't enjoy swallowing. Really? Yeah, really. Yeah, that's what I wrote. (laughs) I can show you if you like. I'm not making it up. No, that's okay. No, no, don't need to see your workings out. Spangle injects of a tranquilizer. That's a dating technique Paul is reminded of. Yeah, I've been drugged many times by women. Exactly. I mean, I I actually meant that you didn't use the technique. I meant that's how your wife tracked you down. Back in the 90s, she hunted you down in a virgin megastore just off Oxford Circus. She pursued you through the DVD aisle until cornering you in the CD section. I know. She shot you with a trank, I believe, right between the Arctic Monkeys and the Inspiral Carpets, which is more painful than it sounds. You've never been the same since, Paul. Limp from the nose down. <laughs> are you my official biographer now? You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, that's right. And I have to include the fact that you suffered flashbacks every time you entered a music store. You are one of the few people that are glad the internet has closed down those shops. I am. I am. I, 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 still, I still have flashbacks when I'm uh, scrolling through uh, Spotify. Oh, that's what you call it. Scrolling through Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> is that, is yeah. that are you? <laughs> Back to the film. Please. <laughs> She's no good to us traumatised, say Spangle. Go and get ready for work, Sam. We cut to them, sat around. The woman is relaxed. Sam is sat naked except for the groin device. Spangle tells him to go ahead, that the woman is ovulating and that he's got a high count right now so go she starts a stopwatch it's it's funny paul i used to uh, date a woman like that of course she didn't use a stopwatch she used a calendar <clears throat> yeah 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 <laughs> now, can i just say before we get into this next bit it is questionable this oh. isn't it because the woman's got no choice and now she's trying yeah it. yeah mm-hmm. okay i'm glad it wasn't just me that, <laughs> that thought this oh no, no, I, I'm just surprised you thought it was odd. Yes. <laughs> Sam's reluctant, says the woman is not his type. Spangle mocks him, like Sam has a type. In fairness, this this woman is filthy, and not in the way you usually like, Paul. I mean, she's actually oh, dirty, you mean, you covered mean, in mud. You mean filthy, not filthy. That's going to be on the podcast numerous times. Sam says, maybe if there's some chemistry between them, better atmosphere. Spangle says, next you'll be telling me, you have to love her. They should have employed you, Paul. You wouldn't care. You need inspiration, Spangle says. (laughs) Did warn you. Yeah, 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 I should know. She starts to take her clothes off. She's been trained in seduction techniques. I'm not a machine, says Sam. Spangle gets down on her knees and rubs her body. Sam watches. Spangle accidentally knocks over a mug. Ruins it. <gasps> a tea! <laughs> Is that what you were thinking? <laughs> yeah. I think it's interesting that... Because he's going for it 
at first, isn't he? Until she knocked the mug over. And then he, he kind of looks at her in different eyes and realises that she's kind of like innocent and doesn't really know what she's doing. Oh my God, Paul's, Paul's going for debt for you. All right. Uh, we have to join in with this bit. I wasn't expecting it. Uh, yeah, it's because she's like, this is her orders to do this, but she doesn't want to do it or know how yeah. to do it. Yeah. Surprisingly um, deep moment for this film. Yes, because he sees that and reacts yeah. to it. Yeah. There are like, there are three character moments in this film for Sam. This is one of them. Yeah, and we get the one later that, that just comes out of the blue, don't we? Uh, uh, we get two yeah, well, later. Th- there's one that comes up that's only there so that they can he can do something at the end of the movie as well. Yeah. Next morning, Spangle gets up and finds Sam with the woman. She's now clean. Spangle asks if Sentinella did that, but she says it was Sam. That's number yeah. two character yeah. moment. So the inference in this is that she's wild and hysterical. But one night with uh, Roddy Piper and she's all right. If you had one night with Roddy Piper, would you be all right? <laughs> I'd probably be broken, if you want me to be honest. <laughs> Swangle pauses as she reevaluates her opinion of Sam. Later, the woman tells them which way Frogtown is and that the other woman didn't escape with her because they are passives. They believe only the meek will inherit the earth. Mm-hmm. Spangle tells her to go south for a few days. She puts a tracker on her and tells her that the border patrol will pick her up and that she'll be treated like a queen. Beheaded. (laughs) No, no, no. Treated nicely because she's pregnant. So she's important. Mm -hmm. Although, it's kind of a guess that she's pregnant just because they had one night together. But he's virile. Oh, he's potent, right? He is. Yeah, you're right. Of course, yes. She leaves them, and the others continue heading to Frogtown. And this is where the movie goes completely bonkers, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose yeah. so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're close to the area, they get out of the car. Spangle puts on some bondage gear and handcuffs. She tells Sam that she is his prisoner. He grabs her, and she resists. Oh, what's wrong? Don't like being treated like a puppet on a string. He's getting his own back. Now you know how I feel. Mm-hmm. She tells him that if he tries to remove her, her earrings or goes too far away or doesn't do what she says, his equipment will blow. He leads her away on the chain. Meanwhile, Sentinella finds cover to hold up until she hears the signal. Sam and Spangle see Frogtown. She says they have to trust each other now. Their lives depend on it and they continue walking. Now, Frogtown looks like an abandoned factory industrial site. We hear music playing and a neon sign of a glass flashing. They enter a nightclub that has a woman dancing. Well, I say woman. She looks like a frog. But, you know, I'd be so lucky. (laughs) I was going to say, I think you dated her in the early 90s, didn't you, Colin? Yes, yes, we had many tadpoles together. (laughs) Thousands of them. Spawn. There's a guy powering on a stereo with a handle. Everybody looks like a frog. One is reading the frog. Yeah, prints. that was a bit on the nose, wasn't it? Uh, it's a little bit too yeah, much. Yeah. Yeah. The makeup's good, though, for the most part. With that. The frog woman's very good. The dancing, the dancing frog woman. Yeah, she's very good. Yeah, she's good in this scene, but later on. 
Yeah, I, I actually got a name because in my notes later, I just refer to her as Frog Woman all the time. All right, we'll just call her Frog okay. Woman. All right. Sam drags Spangle in. One of the drinkers says, oh, there goes the neighborhood. It's kind of what you all said when you moved in. <laughs> I don't know what they said because they moved out. Sam says to the bartender, give me a drink. What about me, she says. You're my prisoner, replies Sam and takes a swig, then spits it out. Tastes like industrial waste. So, Paul, if you had bad taste in beer, would you spit it out or just keep drinking because, you know, beer? Well, you, you know, it's rude to waste it, isn't it? Even if you bought it. Even more so if I bought it. If I bought, if I bought it, I'm going to drink it. Oh, we, we've all tried We've all tried beers that we didn't like, but we've still finished it, haven't we? Because we paid for it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah, can't lie mm-hmm. about that. Never could hold your liquor, says a voice. It belongs to an old guy who doesn't look like a frog. Looney, yells Sam. You're alive. Sam hugs him. Sam thought he was dead. The guy introduces himself as... Looney Tunes because people think he's crazy. Apparently, not very creative in Frogtown. <laughs> he's also got surprisingly good but teeth. Maybe the fake. Could be. It could be false teeth. Yes, I suppose. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Sam says he's in Frogtown to do some trading. Looney says he goes where the uranium is and that he's found a big pocket right there. Well, Sam says there's, there's no uranium here. Looney gets annoyed with him. There is. And Looney asks if Sam wants to better, but he'll have to talk to Leroy first. And he goes off to get Leroy. Sam reveals that when he was down, Leroy was the only one who took the time to better with him. The dancing frog lady runs over to Spangle and says, I love you. Sam smiles. You want to talk about it? But it turns out she is the contact. I love you is a code phrase meaning everything is going to plan. Mm-hmm. Familiar, familiar part? Never heard it. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. It's a joke. L- L- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lindy returns and takes him to some food. Goulash made from boiled baby tortoise and brown lizards boiled up mm. into a paste. Mm. Can, can we stop? I'm kind of hungry now. So am I. I was hungry watching it. Mm. Yeah. Oh, were you? Yeah. You like a bit of goulash? I do not. I love a goulash. Yeah, yeah. dear. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Sam tries it. It's disgusting. But Leroy is revealed and is pleased by Sam's noble gesture of eating their food. Leroy is another frog in a white suit. He suggests a chaser, which turns out to be real beer. Only slightly radioactive. You'd still you... drink it, right? I'd still drink it. Did you notice it was cause as well? Yeah. Mm. I mean, yeah, I mean... You... <laughs> You'd not waste it, even if that waste is industrial. That just blew my mind. Yes. I thought the fez was a nice touch as well, by the way, on the uh, on Leroy. Oh, you liked it? Yeah. I thought it, it's been... You're going to have a giant frog. You might as well put a fez on him, haven't you? Of course. It's been a while since we've had costume appreciation from you, pal. I like a fez. Me and Matt Smith. I've never seen you wear one. You don't have a fez. <laughs> Quite frankly, do you have any hat of any description? I've got, I've got, I've got, I've got two hats. <laughs> two hats. Two hats. Yes. Baseball caps. No, I've got a straw hat. Wait, planning on going boating? No, I. It's, it keeps the sun out of my eyes. Okay. And I've got, yes. and I've got, um, uh, uh, what are they called? Um, don't know. 
Bowler hat. Top hat. Flat cap. Oh yeah, flat cap. Mm. Which was oh. which was a uh, which was a joke. Oh, is that because you're northern? Yeah, an ironic joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, keeps your head warm though. What are you trying to say? <laughs> um, I'm saying that could be useful. All right. Leroy congratulates Sam on his taste in ladies. He hasn't seen a woman so fine since Bull brought in those wenches. Wenches? Sam asks. Although my question would be, Bull, th- there's cows now. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I'll be, so I mean, are the frogs having sex with the women? I mean, if they are, then cows would be a next step, wouldn't they? So. Is that how it works? <laughs> In some states, apparently, Colin. <laughs> is, that the, is that the logical next step? <laughs> All right. Wasn't aware of that. Yes, Commander Toti was so impressed he promoted Ball, and now he's Toti's butler. Ball hates all human beings. Leroy reveals to us that the frog mutants were created through the humans' biological warfare, and then they were herded onto those reservations as if they were cattle. Can can you herd frogs like cattle? I mean, bull you can, mm-hmm. but no, never mind. All right. Yeah. Sam says he had no part to that. He hates the government, all government. Leroy says he's prepared to offer pretty lilies for Spangle. Sam says he's looking at a lot of expense here, so Leroy offers fifty lilies. That struck a spark. Now let's see if we can light a fire. Let's take a look at the lady. Good bones, he says. So when they say lilies, what 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 is this currency then? I don't know if it's actual lilies or it's just something that they call lilies. Right. Okay. We don't actually see any of it. Right? No, because I, I so, it was it was a bit confusing. Well, lilies doesn't work as a currency because anybody can grow a lily. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got to be slang. Like I've got. Yeah, I got five thousand lilies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've got ten thousand in my fish pond. <laughs> Do you think they just call that's them just lilies because the frogs and toads? Oh, I think that maybe that's what the writers were uh, going for. Yep, yep, yep. Makes sense. Genius. <laughs> So Hell shows off Spangle's firm figure and uh, excellent teeth. And he goes on to say that she can provide endless nights of pleasure. Mm. Yep, endless nights. Endless nights. I don't think I want endless nights, to be honest. No, I'd like a bit of breakfast at some point. Yeah, I'd like a bit of breakfast at some point. You know, a bit of sausage. Yeah. Oh, but you like a bit of sausage. I do like a bit of sausage. Yeah. The big, bigger, meaty one, you know, the Cumberland kind, you know. Big, bigger the better. Absolutely. Nice, nice yeah. bit of, um, nice bit of uh, black pudding. Yeah, blood sausage. Yeah, but Fez, nice. but Fez Frog Leroy isn't after a, a, a sex slave. Thank God. <laughs> that, that was like literally what went through my mind. I thought, thank God. He wants a dancer. Not just any dancer. No. What kind of dancer does he want? He wants an erotic dancer. You're good at that, aren't you? Erotic dancing? Yeah. Didn't you used to earn money in Wigan doing that? <laughs> uh, 
Well, there you know, it's uh, it, it's it, we got closed down very quickly. You we did? did, yeah, yeah. Too erotic. too erotic. I mean, you, you you can have erotic and then you can have too erotic, and 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 I, I yeah, it crossed crossed the line a little bit, you know. Yeah, anyway, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Oh, well. happy days though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dancing's lost. Erotic is exactly, game. exactly. Well, yeah. Happy days for some people. Yeah, blind, blind, <laughs> <laughs> and deaf. Oddly, blind and. Death or dead? Uh, either of those would do. Why do we keep... I mean, if you're one, then you're probably the other two as well, right? If you're dead, you're blind and deaf. This is true, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you're hitting all the, uh, the, the, the deathly qualities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So suddenly someone yanks on Spangle's chain... Yanks on Spangles Chain. Mm-hmm. That's a sentence you never thought you'd ever utter. I never thought I'd be talking about sentient giant frogs, but there you go. Oh, I knew you'd be talking about that. <laughs> you knew it was coming one day. <laughs> yeah, one. Day. Nothing to do with this film. <laughs> just, just, just generally. It's yeah. It's Bull, a big frog with an eye patch and an incredibly deep voice. Oh yeah, he's a bull frog. A... That's where the word bull comes uh, from. Okay, I know. I didn't get that. Don't roll your eyes at me. Bull inquires who brought Spangle here. Hell introduces himself and tells Bull that the girl is bartered to Leroy. Leroy tries to interrupt, but Bull turns on him, saying, "Shut your hole!" It's. Oh, you, you you know you do eccentric old ladies much better than you do ball frogs. I, I've often been told that. Yeah, it, it's yeah. an interesting choice. This uh, this acting choice that, that oh. this guy makes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No private. <clears throat> no. Whoa. No private barters oh. allowed in Frog Town. He says, "Toady's law." Yeah, because he hate. I hate that guy. Private barters, useless soldier. <laughs> Wasn't he in Dad's Army? He was, mm. yeah. yeah. They cut him out after the first series, though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They did, yeah. Bull tries to auction Spangle for five lilies, but there's no takers. So Bull thinks he's won her all for himself. Ain't good enough, says Hell, swatting Bull's hand away. Well, I say hand. It's more of a... What is it, a flipper? What is it? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's slimy, whatever it is, isn't it? Yeah. Bull punches Hell in the stomach and drags Spangle off. Later, Hell regains consciousness to the sight of a female frog whispering, I love you. Well, any port in a storm, I say. Yeah, and you have. It's the frog insurgent. That wasn't that the sequel to The Barn Identity? (laughs) It didn't do as well, funnily enough. No, strange that. The frog insurgent. What a good action, though. There was, there was. What a, a lot of leg leg action. Yeah, yeah. I, the only problem I had with it is because of the book. I'd read it. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> she tells Hell... <laughs> <laughs> 
She tells Hell that uh, Bull has closed the saloon and everyone has gone to the mines. And Bull has taken Spangle to the palace. It's not much of a palace, though, when mm. you see it, is it? It's just more of the no. factory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not grand or no. anything. No. The frog woman says that she's sworn to fight Commander Toadie to the death. Hell thinks that this is mm. the perfect time to break in and rescue Spangle and the harem. Okay. Can I just point out that she doesn't appear to have achieved much in this sworn desire to fight Toti to the death? Well, maybe she's just biding her time and waiting for the right moment. Well, I'm bloody biding her time, all right. How long she won? <laughs> you don't know the difficulties of being a frog dancing woman. Actually, I do. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're, you're, <laughs> you're down with the with the with the frog sisters. Oh yeah. Yeah. I am. Okay. Yeah. All right. I've often thought that. Um, Hell thinks that this is the perfect time to break in and rescue Spangle and the harem, but Frog Woman isn't too convinced. Bull ties Spangle to a railing and then proceeds to make scurry noises in her face, which seems to amuse him. He sort of goes. Oh no! Uh, in the subtitles, this uh, comes up as. Frog language. <laughs> Does it really? I had the subtitles on, yeah. Frog language, alright. Okay. Frog language, yep. I, I like that. So that's what this is. Bull talks to a mysterious figure in a hood and a mask. And while he's distracted, Spangle tries to break out of her chains. But two samurai frogs, yes, samurai frogs, mm. pull out okay. the swords and they... Persuade her otherwise. Yep, well, you would. The, the two frogs with swords. Yeah, you samurai do. frogs. You just, you know, what you, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to stand up against those, are you? No, no. That would be a good spin-off film, Samurai Frogs. Oh yeah, I'd love Samurai Frogs. You would, mm. yeah. I there's see there's that. Newt better than a Samurai Frog, is there? Anyway, uh, Hell is still talking with Frog Woman. He's still, he's still, oh, he's still frozen. <laughs> I'm in shock. I'm in shock. Hell is still talking with Frog Woman. He thanks her for helping, but she wants a different kind of thanks. That's right. Th- this is where it gets messy. Oh, go on. Why? Well, we're, we're talking, you know, human amphibian sex, aren't we? You say that, but you can actually see through her red gown that she's wearing, and clearly the only part of her that's frog-like is her head and her hands. Everything else looks like a woman. Ah, well, that will explain what he his his suggestion is in a minute, isn't it? But he manages to dissuade her for a second, but she's determined. Just do me a favour, he asks. Put this on. And he hands her a sack for her head. So there you go. No, 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 no. I know that's normally your technique, but in the film, he puts the bag on her head so he can run off without her knowing. I was going to get to that bit. <laughs> but it's nothing to do with the fact that she looks like a frog and he's going like, oh, you're... You, you remember that phrase that was going around at the time we were kids, a two-bagger or whatever, that horrible phrase? No. Okay, well then, I won't go All right. into it. It sounds like you probably shouldn't. Meanwhile, Bull has discovered Spangle's true identity and has her taken to Toadie. 
He asks the mysterious figure to come and help him identify someone. Back with Hell, Frogwoman waits with the bag on her head. While Hell decides what to do next, he's obviously thinking of legging it, I assume. Oh, yep, yep, definitely. Why not? Suddenly, his crotch starts to beep. Spangle is too far out of range. Yep. Have you ever had your crotch beep, haven't you? Um, I've had it wail occasionally. Now, now, that, now that's you sobbing after you've, you know. Oh, I thought it was like a ghostly, like you know, you know the siren that the uh, Ghostbusters guy makes. <laughs> <laughs> when you said a ghostly wail, the first thing that pops into my head was more of a. Ooh. Oh, I heard that too. Is that on a Friday night? It doesn't. It doesn't matter right. the day. Okay. It doesn't care. It's okay. not specific. They hurry until Frogman falls into a twisted mess of wires. She tells Hell to go on without him, without him, without her, even. <laughs> yeah, but even even then, she she just falls over and suddenly she's tangled in yeah, all these yeah, wires. There's, how, how there's no reason for that from just falling no. over. Uh, and he continues on through the tunnel. As he gets closer, the beeping stops. From a gantry, he sees Spangle brought before Toadie, who is a giant, scurry, scurry scurry-looking amphibian. Scurry? He's a a bit scurry. Okay. He's a bit, you know, he's more scurry than the others. A bit scurry. It's good good makeup for Toadie, yeah. It's all right, yeah. The mysterious stranger, breathing like Diaphada through his mask. <laughs> COVID. <Like that. laughs> Maybe that's what Darth Vader had. Yeah, well, it was it was uh, a long time ago. Yeah, in a galaxy far, far away. Maybe they just didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. The mysterious stranger shakes Toadie's hand. The bargain is sealed. Croaks. Croaks. The mysterious nice. stranger has human hands. Hmm. I wonder who this could be. <gasps> Steven Spielberg. That would be something. Would be. I was I was hoping for William Shatner, but you know. You're always hoping for William Shatner. That's your problem, Paul. There's, there's nothing. It's not a you problem. Just sit there every day, rocking back and forth, going, "Oh, I wish it was William Shatner." Why are you watching Loose Women? It's not a problem. It's the solution. He's the solution. There's nothing that William Shatner can't fix. In life. Really? Yeah. Your life? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, all right, maybe not. Toadie is planning on having Spangle for dinner later. At least, it's not more toad sex. No, no, no. No. Is he going to eat her? I think that's what he says. He's going to have her for dinner later. But frogs aren't... Well, they eat insects, don't they? Yeah, I suppose. All right. Okay. It's a bit of a stretch, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. They are mutant frogs at the end of the day. So That is true. That is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that may be just one aspect of their mutation. Yes. Yes. The stranger gestures to a crate and says, This is the first shipment. There shall be another in a week before walking away. It's a shipment of what? Mm-hmm. We'll see later. Suddenly the rail breaks and hell falls from the gantry. He loses consciousness, and Toadie orders him seized. Spangles dragged away. 
Yeah, it's never going to stop amusing me, that name, but go on. Frogwoman has been watching all this from above when she hears a noise and spins around drawing a knife. But it's just Looney Tunes. Oh, she just draws it? Like, little doodle? <laughs> it's not going to help, is it? Can you tell what it is yet? <laughs> is it a... Uh... Ooh. Is it a pen? No. It's mightier than the sword, but it's not. <laughs> um, is it a hairbrush? No. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is it a... Uh, knife. <laughs> I'd just like to point out you, you, you shouldn't really use the uh, the phrase can you tell what it is yet anymore Why? oh I guess not yeah, yeah. That, that, that was his line <laughs> it was yes we, we'll yeah. leave it there for those in the know you know what we're talking about she wants to help Spangle and Hell but Looney thinks it's impossible later Spangle has been taken to the harem where women wave their arms over her, dancing a little bit while she's strapped to a table. Yeah, the, the, haven't they got, like, pieces of fabric in their hand? Yes, they start to wave a bit of uh, uh, what looked like scarves over her face. Right, that she gets some kind of arousal from? Yeah, yeah. relaxes her in some yeah, way? Yeah, yeah. She tries to tell the women that uh, she's come to rescue them, but they seem more concerned with awakening her body. Meanwhile, Hell's been strung up by his arms, and Ball is getting ready to torture him. He grabs a chainsaw and says that the commander is curious about medtech inventions, so he's going to do a little exploratory surgery, and he advances Ooh. towards Hell's crotch. <sighs> that doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, no. Spangle... He's starting to feel the effects of the harem ritual as they wave scarves over her body. Without great passion, you cannot face the dance of the three snakes. That's true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Have, have you faced the dance of the three snakes, Colin? I have. Although, when the woman says it, who has a British accent? She does. She doesn't say passion. She says Persian. Does she? I didn't notice that. She does. <laughs> the Persian. I was like, hmm. Who, who says really Persian? British? Who says yeah, Persian? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> nope. Not sure what county she's from. Nope. Mm. I, I think she's from the county of Maidupistan. Maidupistan. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice seaside oh, time, I, though. It's next to Absolute Bollockshire. <laughs> I think I've been there. I think we okay. grew up. I think we grew up there, didn't you, we, Colin? I think you were thrown out of there, weren't you? <laughs> yeah, well, I've you been know, thrown out of a lot of places. So, yeah. For those farmyard things, farmyard things, farmyard things. Quote unquote. All right. This is a joke. That's the title your autobiography: Farmyard Things by Paul. <laughs> <Yard>. <laughs> I've never, I've, I've never been on a farm. Actually, that's not true. I have. Subtitles, I hit the bullseye. (laughs) Hell screams at Bull not to chainsaw the apparatus strapped to his crotch as it's wired to blow, but Bull isn't convinced. It probably doesn't care either way, right? Well, if it blows up hell, he doesn't care, does he? No. 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 Suddenly, the chainsaw loses power and Bull has to go and get more gas. Yep. The women are still waving their scarves over Spangle, when one accidentally 
brushes her earring. The device. It's a very sensitive earring. It's very sensitive for a, a, just the brush of a light scarf against it. Yeah. That could be annoying if she's getting like ready on putting stuff on a hat or something and she's like, oops. Or she doesn't notice. Meanwhile, he's like crawled up in the corner screaming in pain. <laughs> so why would she wear them all the time though? Well, she can't put them anywhere because someone else is going to brush against them. That's true. So she, 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 technically she has to wear Wait, them. Wait, what happens if she's wearing them at night and rolls over in bed? He's dead. Yeah. Unless she, I, unless she rolled back, he's dead. Yeah. I I think there's a flaw in this. There is. There is. I, I'm no expert, but I'm starting to see a little crack in the uh, plot. It, it's almost like you're saying it's all bullshit, Colin. No, I wouldn't go that far. Of course not. No. Only if it was a horror film. Yeah, well, of course, or yeah. Marvel. Yeah, or Marvel. The device suddenly begins to shock hell and he screams to Bull to cut it off. I gotta tell you, you're one weird dude, says Bull. It's a good line. It is, yeah. There's not many good lines, there's a few. There's a few, not many, as you say. Frogwoman and Looney sneak inside. <laughs> Frogwoman and Looney. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a, I remember when you wrote that script, Detective Show. <laughs> I was thinking that could be the, the new name for the podcast, Frog Woman and Looney. <laughs> Who's who? I wouldn't like to say, you, Colin. Oh, you're definitely a frog woman. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I can't do that, can I? I keep doing that. No. I'm, I'm, I shouldn't. Yeah, I shouldn't. And you keep saying you can't do it every time. I know, I know. And then you just do it. You're not learning. I know. I, typical frog woman. Yes. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> did it again. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, they sneak inside, arguing about who's going to do what. Looney says that he can fire the signal flur while she gets hell. With a peck on the cheek, she agrees. Well, she's chicken now. She, a chicken frog. Frog chicken. Frog chicken, okay. Frog, frog chen. Frog chin. Frog chin. Are you having a stroke? I said it racist, didn't it, Frog Chen? <laughs> yeah, I was like, some kind of... Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just going with it, you know. Pills, Paul. Take your pills. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Bull begins to chainsaw the device as sparks fly. Slowly, Frog Woman advances. The device breaks off into two pieces and Bull laughs. No explosion. It's a fake, shouts Hell angrily. She tricked me. Yeah, jeez. She didn't. No, because? Because suddenly it explodes in Bull's face. Right. The harem women dab the sweat from Spangle's brow, telling her, keep the fires high and you may survive the dance of the three snakes. Good advice. Very, I know, very important, these three snakes. We never actually see them, do we? No, we don't. No, no. it's a shame. They're implied later. Yeah. A guard fetches Spangle, and she takes him out. I can get you out, she tells them. Maybe you're right, they agree, until two more guards appear and drag her away. The hurrying woman shrugs. Then again, it's a funny gag. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. good. 
Frogwoman runs into free hell. Are you okay? she asks. Looking down at himself, he replies, Yep, all there. I owe you one, he tells her. So she pulls out the sack for her head. Not now, says Hell. That's also an amusing little moment as well. Yep, yep. Call back to it earlier. Mm-hmm. Again, that also felt very carry onish as well. It did, mm. yeah. They start to leave when suddenly Bull jumps up growling and he stabs the frog woman. Oh, he does, yeah. Hell punches him out and lowers her to the ground. Angrily, Hell fights Bull, stabbing him and body slamming him into the ground. So the wrestling moves would have to have come up at some point. So here they are. Well, you've hired Roddy Piper. I mean, you know, if you if you hired Stephen Hawkins for a film, you're going to have some physics questions <laughs> at some point. So you hire this guy, you're going to have some wrestling moves. True, true. And uh, to be honest, Stephen Hawkins in Hell Comes to Frogtown would be a slightly different take. It, it would, be. would be. I'd watch it, though. So would I. Could could be yeah. a better movie, really, when you think about it. It could be, yeah, yeah. Looking down, Hell's face fixes with a look of heroic determination as the music swells. Either that, or he badly needs a lavatory. That's one of the two. You can't tell. Probably. You can't tell. Good. Sometimes they actually made the mistake on set. Oof. Oh, that that would have been a messy, uh, messy day, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was. Mm. Oh, yeah, it was, was, was. Yeah. Spangle is brought before Toadie, who nods to a minion. I don't mean a little yellow guy with a... Bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Bottom. Banana. Who <laughs> <laughs> yawns and begins to turn a turbine. Music plays. Dance for me or die, he orders. Um, I'll dance. You would as well, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, I'd give it a go. I've seen you yeah. dance. Dance on the three snakes, I've, I've, yeah. It's not very arousing, but, you know, it's 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 it, technically it's dancing. So, awkwardly, she begins the dance of the three snakes. It's less than impressive until she remembers the words of the harem girl. Her dance gets more and more sensual. And Toady gets more and more horny. He's a horny toad. Oh, okay. Looney, meanwhile, is sneaking around in the background. Spang- Spangle's yep. dancing becomes more arousing. Toadie starts to rub his knee with a slimy webbed hand. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> a guard finds Looney and questions him, but Looney takes out the guard and fires the flare into the sky. Yep. Outside, atop the vehicle, Sentinella is... Polishing her gun. Of course she is. I mean, what else would she be doing? So she's been doing for the entire film. Well, she, you've got to keep it clean. You never know when you might need to use it. To be honest, I'd rather have watched 90 minutes of Sentinella cleaning her gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 I can see that. Yeah. yeah. She sees the signal. Spangle's dance is really starting to hot up. Oh, yeah, yeah, smoke, flames. Mm-hmm. Fire. Ah. Something begins to twitch under Toadie's trousers. Is it your eye? Is he or what? Oh, sorry. You, you you twitch your eye whenever anything gets aroused. I've noticed that. You tell. Well, there's a few eyes twitching, I think. Is there? Yes. Oh. 
He jumps to his feet. You have aroused the three snakes, he declares. <laughs> I like the fact that he announces it. Well, he's proud of it. I mean, you could imagine if you did that, you're like, you jumped off your way. You have aroused me. I have heard of. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where I'm going wrong, Colin. <laughs> and you need to announce it, Paul. Like a royal proclamation. I have a stiffy. I have three inches of love rod for you, my dear. <laughs> uh, three and a half? Come on, don't sell me short. Love Rod is the Welsh guy who lives next door. <laughs> oh, I love Rod. Yeah, I know you he's do. He's a great. He's a great guy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice chap. Yeah. See the fake up sexy. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, <sighs> pulling up his garment, Spangle stirs in disbelief. Come to me, growls Toady. I ain't going anywhere near those things, cries Spangle. We still don't see them, though. No, we don't know. We can only imagine what they are. Yeah, we can. And you have. I have. I rewound it and imagined twice. Oh, did you? I did, yeah. Wait, why did you have to rewind it to imagine? I, I like to be in the moment. Also, what are you rewinding? <laughs> what decade are you living in, Paul? Retrospection, Colin. Retrospection. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. You know, yeah, go yeah, with it. Yeah. Spangle gives Toadie a swift three kicks in his snakes. Oh, you hate a kick in your snakes. Mm. Guards aim those shotguns are. Suddenly, the doors are kicked in. It's hell sporting two guns. Eat lead, froggies, he snarls. Taking out the guards, he turns to Toadie, who leaps into the air and lands on a gantry overhead. Hell helps Spangle to her feet. And as they look into each other's eyes, he smiles and says, Let's boogie. I'm not sure she could do that dance either. Not in that dress. No. No. Not with those legs. I, I do think that these one-liners is the stuff that... It's the kind of stuff that Piper's the best at. Yeah, some of them are good, some of them not so. No, no, I'm not talking about the quality of the one-liners, but the delivery oh. of them. He's, he's what got he's it. best yep. at doing. If you think back to, you know, they live, he's best when he's just got one-liners to, to say. You know? Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. In a corridor, Helen Spangle witnessed new shotguns being handed out to the guards, so this is what was in those crates. Right. Then we get this weird little moment where Spangle notices a necklace around Hell's neck, and this is one of those moments that you were talking about. This is the third one. Yeah. Yeah. The necklace belonged, apparently, to his daughter, who died in the war. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, this is only here, though, so that they can do this bit at the end of the movie. Yeah, it's a bit naff. It is a bit naff. Yeah. In all fairness to Roddy Piper, though, he, he, he's not terrible in this bit. It's not... It Totally not the fault of the actors. It's just not great writing. No, no. It's kind of like when you throw in helicopters for no reason. <sighs> Telling me, sunshine. <laughs> There's a private joke there. <laughs> <laughs> Spangle pretends to stagger out into the corridor. 
falling into the guard's arms before taking them out with some kung fu. I mean, it looks like kung fu. It's an approximation yeah, of kung fu. Yeah. Martial arts of some description. Yeah. Hell smiles. Sure you need me? He asks. They will, replies Spangle, kicking in a door, revealing the harem women. It's a miracle, one exclaims. All right, because mm. they're being rescued. By a man. Well, you think that's the inference? Well, I think they're looking at him, aren't they? They do that a lot. I mean, there's that weird shot that we're going to talk about at the end of the movie. Outside, Sentinella pulls up in an, in the in the truck, car, thing, whatever it is, and aims yeah. the M16 at two guards. You boys going to eat dirt or lead, she asks. They quickly eat dirt. Yeah. You like that bit? You just like any bit, no. any bit with Sentinella and is is kind know. of yeah. yeah, not enough yeah. of her. Nope. I mean, you see nope. enough of her, obviously. Yeah, you see a lot of her, mm. but just not in time. Mm-hmm. She honks the horn. Hey. <laughs> God. Inside, Hell and Spangle are leading the women out when Toadie suddenly pops back up with guards. Luckily, so does Looney, who opens fire giving hell cover. Outside, everyone piles into the truck, but Looney staggers out. He's hurt, and hell helps him over. Firing the M16, I hear a speed out of there, but we see a close-up of a key turning in an ignition. An engine rumbles to life. A frog points a shotgun and orders, give chase. Our heroes are speeding through the desert. It looks like they've made it. Unfortunately, Looney is badly wounded. I've lived my nine lives, he says. And he dies. Yeah. So, so now we've got cats now. Cats, frogs. We've had squids, frogs, squids. toads, cats. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, balls. It's all there. All life is there. Yeah. yeah. Looney's kind of a pointless character, isn't he? Yeah, the only thing he does is fire the gun at one point, that's it. Yeah, and I'm sure that they could have worked that in for one of the other characters. Maybe the frog woman could have done that, couldn't she, really? Yeah, no use for it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. Mortar shells erupt around them. Toadie is approaching in an armoured jeep. A chase and a firefight ensues. Sentinella gets hit in the arm. Ah, wounded. She's wounded. She's bleeding. Oh... Should be all right. Though. Yeah. Don't worry. Suddenly, an explosion from the front sends them crashing to a halt. The mysterious stranger stands before them, aiming a bazooka. Going my way, he says menacingly. Mm. Oh, menacingly, was that? Shall we do it? Going my way. It's easy to confuse menacingly with mincingly. <laughs> Going my way. Yeah, see, I knew it. <laughs> you can't get me in trouble again. I know. Um, yeah. He orders everyone out of the truck. The gang throw down their weapons. The stranger lifts his mask and reveals himself. <gasps> surprise, surprise. It's Devlin. Or oh. Count, Count Sodom. Yes, Sodom. 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 <laughs> Sodom, a lot of them. Don't care. No one has ever referred to him as Sodom, have they? No, no. I'm not no. missing something, am I? No, he's, no. He's, that's he's what it is in the credits said. on IMDb. Mm -hmm. Okay. He has a speech. Yeah, oh, does he? 
This used to be a man's world, he says. But now there's too many women. They have us by the short hers. But I'm going to change that. I deal arms to the greeners for uranium, and then I give it to the renegade scientists for processing. Soon I shall have the only nuclear weapon since the war, and then I'll wipe the slate clean. I'll get rid of the weak ones, and the criminals, and the... Think I've heard this speech on YouTube. Yeah, I was going to say, enough about your personal political opinions. What's the speech that (laughs) Devlin gives in the film? I'm not like this. Oh, okay. (laughs) I know people that are like this, but I'm not like this. (laughs) All right. Oh, okay. Meanwhile, Hell is whispering to the harem girl to grab his sword, and he means his sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a euphemism. Yeah. Yeah. That's strapped to his back. Devlin levels his gun at Spangle, but the woman quickly grabs the sword, passes it to Hell, who hurls it over his head at Devlin. It slams straight through his body, and he tumbles backwards off the cliff. Clearly dead. Clearly dead? I mean, it's gone right through his body. Absolutely. There's no way Mm -hmm. you could ever imagine somebody surviving this. Not at all. Not at all. It's not going to happen. No. No. Long-winded son of a bitch, says Hell. Oh, I thought he was talking to me, but yeah, that's (laughs) But when Hell and Spangle go looking for the body... They find only the sword and a trail of blood. No. Mm. How is that possible, Paul? He survived. Hell tells Spangle to stay with the girls while he goes off to finish things. Spangle and Hell share a moment. Ah, another one. Another one. Hell finds Devlin's prone body, but he's playing possum. He gets up and he aims his bazooka at Hell's back. How he's still got the bazooka? I know. He didn't fall off with it, did he? No. No. <laughs> Don't think about it. Okay. But as he aims the bazooka, his boot scrapes on the rock. Hell spins around and shoots him dead. Ah. Or maybe he survives this one, because this guy seems to be pretty invincible. Yeah, I was waiting for him to pop up again before the end of the film. Again, just, just yeah. there's another hour to the film, and yeah. just Devlin keeps popping up, <laughs> gets shot, stabbed... Garotted, whatever. That's the movie there. That's the movie. Yeah. 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 Picking up the bazooka, Hell gives him one last look and walks away. Suddenly, he hears a mortar shell falling and takes cover. An explosion erupts around him. And this was where I noticed the Star Trek rock for the first time. Ah, okay. Mm-hmm. Running to the girls, he finds the truck destroyed as Toadie pulls up in his jeep. Hell aims the bazooka and orders the guards to run away. Not you, Toadie, he growls. We're going down together. No, whimpers Toadie. He says it like that. He goes, oh, it's more like a, it's more like a, no. I'm not sure. That sounds like Mr. Ed. (laughs) We're getting horses now as well, are we? Yeah, I think so. Sounds like it. It's like like an animal farm in here. Yeah. How many episodes of the podcast do you want to do? Just stamp your hoof. (laughs) What, there's someone down the well? There's someone down the well? (laughs) (laughs) Timmy. Hell pulls the trigger, but nothing happens. Laughing, Toadie attacks and they fight atop the Star Trek rock. 
very reminiscent of Kirk fighting the Gorn, but... Mm, that's true, and Gorn looks like a lizard kind of guy. Exactly. Same universe. Mm, who knows? Oh, yeah. Mm. Imagine that. Yeah. There's punching, nut kicking, eye gouging, until Hell manages to kick Toadie over the edge. Uh, do you remember those days, Paul? What's that? Oh, the nut kicking and the eye gouging. Oh. <laughs> On Friday night at the turnkey. Yeah, I, 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 I've reformed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eye gouging, mm. nut kicking, and an ankle of piss. Oh, the ankle of piss was standard. Oh, yeah. It always Obviously. did that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't what? up to the ankles, then there was something ro- going wrong there. Wasn't really. Why was that about that nightclub? It was just filthy. It was, wasn't it? It really yeah. was a horrible place. It's not there anymore. Well, I'm not surprised. I mean, I don't mm. think... I think it even changed its name when I was living there. I think it changed to movies. Yeah, I think it did, yeah. 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 Still, yeah. still pissed, though. Still pissed. Oh, yeah, still garbage. And yet, we still went. Great days. Yeah. But Toadie clings onto Hell's legs, threatening to pull him over the edge with him. Very Star Trek 3. Wow, you're really on ball with the Star Trek references. Well, there was a lot... It just reminded me a lot of Star Trek, the final. It's it's almost like you're watching this and going, I'd rather be watching Star Trek 3. <laughs> I wish I was watching Star Trek. That's what that's I was what, thinking. Probably. Okay, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Yeah. Hell manages to grab his sword. He cuts off Toadie's hand and he falls off the edge to his death. Oh, are you sure this time? I think so. I, w- I was waiting for him to come back. Yeah, it just keeps popping up. Mm-hmm. What? This is filmed three hours long. Oh, that's why. <laughs> Hell returns to the wreck of the truck. He finds a piece of bloodied cloth. Things don't look good. No. But someone calls out to him. It's Spangle and the girls. They've been hiding. Helen Spangle argue until he grabs her and he kisses her. Stop, she says. You need to save yourself for the fertiles. I have enough, he smirks. Uh, do, you remember, do you remember those days, Colin, when you could just splash it around whenever you wanted? Didn't have to worry about it? Oh, it sounds like you're discussing Old Spice or something. <laughs> <laughs> that, of course, that is what you used to call it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they, they were great days, weren't they? No, well, maybe. No, no, it's just a, a no. It's just a a, a, a light cough. <laughs> Isn't if it? you're lucky. If you're lucky. Yeah. And then it puts you back out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have a sleep and a sandwich when you wake up because you're hungry. Oh, you know. I always want a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> she tries to zap him with her earring, but he's not on the leash anymore. Why didn't you run off? She asks. I knew you'd miss me, he smiles. They embrace and kiss, finally. Later, the girls are climbing into Toadie's vehicle. Hell gives Sentinella his daughter's necklace. Something to hang on to when you're alone, he says. And this is the reason why we had that scene earlier in the the movie. Yeah, she's never going to be alone. She's not, is she? No. No. Climbing into the vehicle beside Spangle, she tells him that maybe after completing his duty, she can get them both a couple of weeks leave. That sounds great, he says, before realising what she's just said. What do you mean? 
after I've finished my duties. They turn, and he finds all the women in the back, smiling at him hungrily. Yep. They all want a piece of him, and we all know what piece that is. It's a tough life. It is, it is. Sighing, he relents. I guess what they say is true. A soldier's work is never done. Spangle kisses his cheek, and they set off for the journey home. Mm. And that's the end of Hell Comes to Frogtown. So, Colin, what did you think of Hell Comes to Frogtown? Well, it's it's kind of weird because... In my mind, I remember this being a great film. I have it as a special edition Blu-ray as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I don't know whether this is one of those factors of doing the podcast where we actually have to analyze the film and look at it and consider it in a different way than what we'd normally do when we're watching it. But I didn't enjoy this at all. It was just so boring. Yeah. Yeah. But I always remember this as being like the thing, Escape from New York. I know those are capital films, but that kind of coolness, you know. And filled with action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Nothing happens in this film. No. Roddy Piper is not that great. The mm-hmm. main female lead isn't that interesting. The one that is interesting doesn't get enough to do. Mm-hmm. And when, I mean, she's interesting. I don't mean obviously because we think she's attractive. I mean, she's actually, I like The more interesting like, character. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked to see more of Frogtown mm-hmm. and how it works. I mean, obviously it doesn't. Because it's nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they've they've gone, oh, these words are to do with frogs. A better movie could have pulled it off, though, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I think I was disappointed with this viewing because it didn't live up to my memories of the past. Yeah. So for me, this film is unfortunately a miss. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. On this, I mean, I'm a bit conflicted with this movie. I mean, on the one hand, it's everything that I love, isn't it? It's schlocky genre. Frogs, sex, boobs. Yeah. It's all uh, low budget. Bestiality. Down and dirty feel to it. It looks like a film. It uh, it looks like a film shot in 19 days, for sure. Yeah. Um, And I love all that kind of stuff. Um, Yeah. But there's always been something missing in it for me. And I remember it seeing it years ago when it first came out and loving it. Yeah. Like you, you know. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. Yeah. But but watching it now, today, it just feels distinctly average. Yeah. And a bit boring, as you said. Um Roddy Piper's never gonna win any acting awards, but he does do the action stuff well, but there's just not enough of it in this for him to do. Right. And Going back to right to the beginning of the episode when we were, when I was talking about an actor that could do this stuff better than Roddy Piper, which we mentioned when we did They Live in a previous episode, Kurt Russell. Okay, so I, I thought that was who you meant. Kurt Russell right. could do this so much better than Roddy Piper and probably make this film ten times better just by being in it. Hmm. Right. So I can't say I hate it, there's bits of it that I enjoy, but there's not enough of those bits. So for me, same as you, it's not a hit. 
sadly it's not a hit. I wish it was. I wish yeah, it was. Some of, some of the times we watch stuff that you like and I don't like, mm-hmm. or um, we both dislike. But we're never usually disappointed that we don't like it. But I think this is the first time we're really like, oh, this is this is one of those cases where the original reason for creating this podcast is where nostalgia hasn't brought us through it because we just we just don't realize we don't see what we used to see in it. Yeah, and I think after having done so many episodes where that was the case, where we 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 know just with us that it is nostalgia that makes us think that certain things are hits and we've admitted to yeah. it yeah this is the first time as you say that it, it's not been enough no yeah absolutely yeah. well that. on that disappointment <laughs> so, yeah that is quite sad <laughs> <laughs> oh well <laughs> Thank you to our current patron supporters who make sure another month goes by that Paul doesn't have to get a second job as a scuba diving pizza delivery guy, although he doesn't mind a soggy bottom. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Filthy.